You know, praying your morning salah, praying your fajr, it is better than any worldly blessing there is. The two sunnah cycles of prayer preceding fajr salah are better than this world and all that it contains. Assalamu alaikum everyone, I hope you're doing well inshallah. It's so nice to, you know, speak to you girls again and talk about Islam and talk about just everything that's related to us Muslim women in today's society and what we can do to better our character to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So today's topic is to do with how to establish a good morning routine for Fajr because obviously praying Fajr is probably the one of the most difficult salahs to wake up to and a lot of people struggle with this. So it's really important that we can make most of this and make most of that morning time to really be successful not only in our deen but also we can better ourselves in our daily routine. I'm going to go straight into this so I'm going to talk about the five reasons why you should never miss Fajr prayer and the benefits of praying Fajr in the morning. So Fajr prayer protects us from hellfire that is number one. So according to the hadith whoever performs the prayer before the rising of the sun and the prayer before its setting will not enter hell inshallah. Number two it provides all day protection of of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whoever prays the dawn prayer, then he is under Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's protection. So be aware, O son of Adam, that Allah doesn't call you to account for being absent from his protection for any reason. Benefit number three, angels witness the morning recitation. So in Surah Al-Isra, it states establishing prayer at the decline of sun from its meridian until the darkness of the night and the Quran of dawn. Indeed, the recitation of dawn is never witnessed. The fourth blessing is that it is better than any worldly blessing out there. So the two sunnah cycles of prayer preceding Fajr Salah are better than this world and all that it contains. That is how much reward you get for praying your Salah, your Salatul Fajr. It is so valuable. It's valuable to your hereafter. So why should you not pray? Why should you not sacrifice your sleep to go and pray a Salah that not only it that it's obligatory for us, because it is, you know, it holds so much goodness, so much Barakah in it. Barakah in our daily life. It makes us feel like we have accomplished something in the morning. It, it is the start of our morning routine. It is the start of our day to pray our Fajr. Set the tone for your day, set the tone for your morning and set it in a way that you are starting to begin your day with the love of Allah, with the love of your Salah. Start your day, begin your day with Salah because that's how you know you have started your day in a very wise manner inshallah. Benefit number five, so morning prayer leads to paradise. One thing that all that all of us will be asked about on the day of judgment is the five daily Salahs. That is the first thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to ask us and to enter Jannah one mustn't skip the Fajr prayer even if it means sacrificing their sleep and waking up at dawn only for Allah's pleasure and you have to remember that we are only in this dunya to seek Allah's pleasure we want to be seen as you know at one of the highest ranks okay we want to be seen in the highest rank of Jannah we want to really really strive for Allah's pleasure we want goodness from Allah okay because Allah is all that we have so may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us the opportunity to establish an unbreakable habit of observing the five prayers of the day. Ameen ya Rabb. Okay, so I've just quickly gone through the benefits, but now it's really important to find ways to establish that routine. Now, I'm not going to lie to you girls. I used to be terrible at waking up for Fajr and just waking up early in general. I remember in my early, not even early, like mid to late teens, I was awful at waking up, you know, but obviously... It, you you have to realize that it is a long process. You know, if you are struggling to wake up for Fajr, don't just take one whole leap 
and try and get up every single morning. Obviously have the intention to, but if you go from one extreme to the other, it's gonna be very difficult and very overwhelming. We need to keep in mind that we have to work for it. You know, if we want to wake up for Fajr constantly and consistently, we have to strive in order to wake up for Fajr, okay? We have to strive, we have to do the things that we can, we have to put the certain measures in place if we are expecting ourselves to wake up for Fajr, inshallah. So that includes looking after your health, you know, going to bed with the right intentions, with a pure, clean heart having strong iman you know developing your faith in allah and just having that passion and desire to please allah regardless of your situation so i will be sharing some of the things that i have done and that i am still working on that have helped me improve my waking up for fajr and there's a lot of things so nowadays alhamdulillah alhamdulillah i wake up you know really early in the morning around 5 a.m in the morning and i get so much done and honestly not only do you wake up for fajr but you get so much done in the day and you can just relax you know and i think think it's really important to help yourself in order to wake up for fodder you need to establish a right routine that is best suited for you so finding a routine that can help you you know bear waking up in the morning first of all but also allows you to benefit from it there's no point in waking up and you can't benefit from it okay you're trying to do things that can benefit your health your mindset your dean foremost okay you are trying to utilize time wisely because if you think about it who actually wakes up at 5 a.m majority of the world depending on your time zone is asleep around 5 a.m in the morning you know they're either doing other things but you need to realize that that is the prime moment where you need to wake up to your lord because a lot of people struggle to do that and if you can master that inshallah everything else will fall into place because you are giving up something for allah and remember if you give up something for allah in order to seek for Allah's pleasure indeed he will give you something much better might not be in this dunya it might actually be in this hereafter but it's really important that you have that mindset one of the biggest things that I feel like has changed my routine and to help me like prepare for my routine when waking up for Fajr is the night before is to recite the last verse of Surah Kaf or read Surah Mulk so ending the day with a couple of verses from the holy book will surely focus our mind and give us extra push that we need to wake up for Salah inshallah the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him recommended us to recite either one or both chapters before sleeping so that's surah al-sajda and surah al-muk um, however if reciting a whole chapter isn't ideal and it's difficult for you prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him has given us an alternative and that is to recite the last verse from surah kaf shortly before falling asleep so personally for me i read surah mulk every night and what surah mulk is it is a surah where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the punishment of the grave and this surah is meant to prevent the punishment of the grave when recited so if you think about it by by reading that surah it's given you a motivation it's given you a good intention you know especially once you've come back from a long work you know long hard day and who knows you may have committed countless number of sins unintentionally so the fact that you are going to sleep asking for forgiveness you know you are setting the right tone for having a good night's sleep because you never know if you're going to pass away and that could be the surah that saves you from the hellfire that saves you from the punishment of the grave so it's really important that you recite words in the quran recite allah's words that he has explicitly stated in the Quran ponder over its meaning and use that to set the tone of having a good night's sleep and by doing that inshallah it will allow you to have that intention to wake up for fajr and have a good intention in doing so because you have set a good tone for going to bed early in order to strive and help yourself wake up for fajr number two in terms of waking up for fajr so it's really important to be sincere so sincerity is the key so being sincere about waking up for fajr having that drive and motivation 
motivation to wake up for Fajr. It's so useless to tell yourself, inshallah, if I can, or I'll wake up for Fajr. That if is kind of, you know, giving the idea that you could do it, you might not. You have to say, you will do it, inshallah. Inshallah, with the permission of Allah, Allah will allow me to wake up for Fajr. So even just saying that to yourself, you are giving yourself the right mindset. Because when somebody says, if I can, what they're trying to mean is that they'll try, but they're not going to have high hopes. And obviously, if you don't have high hopes in terms of you waking up for Fajr, then what are the chances of you actually waking up for Fajr? Probably not a lot. Um, so this is not the attitude of a believer. We have to tell ourselves that I will wake up. I don't know how, but I will. Okay, somehow and then some way, with the permission of Allah, I will wake up for Fajr. So remind Reminding and forcing yourself to have that reminder will make you wake up for Fajr inshallah. Otherwise, as an alternative, you can research the blessings and read the benefits of Fajr and it might motivate us to wake up, okay? Again, I stated the benefits at the beginning of this podcast, so please do maybe skip back and write them down because if you read the benefits, honestly, the benefits are so everlasting and it makes you mentally feel so good and you just feel like there's so much immense reward behind it and it's being recorded by Allah. Also, you have to understand that it's really important important that we are finding our self-worth in Allah. We are striving for Allah's pleasure. And I know I keep saying that, but it's so true. And even though somebody might not see your hard work when you're trying to wake up for Fajr, just know that it is being recorded. Allah is recording it. Okay, the struggles that you go through in order to seek the pleasure of Allah, just know Allah is not only just recording the fact that you've woken up for Fajr and that you have prayed Salatul Fajr, but Allah is recording the fact that you struggled. Okay, Shaitan is putting whispers in your ears. Shaitan is doing things that will allow you to just struggle to get up. But the fact that you have overcome that, just know Allah has written for you a greater reward, inshallah. Okay, number three in terms of having a good routine in order to wake up for Fajr is having a nice bedtime ritual. So what does that mean? So, you know, the brain is wired through subconscious movement patterns. So we often do things that are routine. So for example, you know, brushing your teeth straight after waking up, you know, drinking tea, listening to music, all these things that, you know, aren't actually vital. Obviously, it's really important to be hygienic, of course, but obviously the other things. So bedtime routines is a habit. Okay, you have to have a habit the night before your bedtime, because that's going to push you to wake up for fodder and have a really healthy early routine and a process for you to wake up for fodder. So, you know, bedtime routines, they've play a significant role as it can ease your anxiety, stress and tension before you sleep. So of course, an Islamic bedtime routine consists of doing wudu before jumping into your bed, thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of the blessings of the day and reciting your ayatul kursi, your four calls, so that's surah tawheed, falak, nas and kafirun, Quran and dhikr. So if you can even maybe just spend 10 minutes of just perfecting your bedtime routine, again, you are setting yourself the right intentions to wake up for fajr. You know, you are going to bed doing the right things okay you know you are doing your calls you are doing your ayatul kursi you are doing everything that you need to do to seek the pleasure of Allah and inshallah this will allow you to wake up for salatul fajr okay I think we're on number four so number four is you know reciting tahajjud now this isn't like mandatory and it's something that I'm working on so tahajjud according to scholars is the most important nafila so it's a supererogatory prayer because it aids the spirituality and shapes the tone of the day so the peak time of tahajjud is one hour before Fajr or half an hour before Fajr. So waking up at this time, when you wake up one hour before Fajr, this will definitely keep you running until Fajr because you've officially woken up, okay? You are doing extra prayers. So of course, you're going to push yourself to do your obligatory prayer, which is Fajr. However, many of us, we can't wake up for Fajr. So let alone, you know, doing the Hajjud. So another viable option is to pray the Hajjud after midnight. And that's, you know, that if that's too late, then praying it after Esha is also feasible. So doing it will give you a sense of Taqwa and... 
And, you know, which is really crucial for your soul and for your akhirah. You know, if you are doing your extra ibadah, that is absolutely amazing because during tahajjud, you are allowed to ask for anything that you want from Allah. Allah is listening. But of course, um, you also have to remember that tahajjud isn't obligatory. Your obligatory prayer is fajr. So if you are struggling so much, then focus on waking up for fajr, okay? Don't wake up for tahajjud and not carry on until fajr, okay? Wake up for fajr. Once you have mastered that, what I'd like to think is once you have mastered that, inshallah, then you can think about the hajjud but you have to remember and it's a big reminder to myself foremost that you are responsible for your five daily prayers they are obligatory upon us it's our duty as muslims to pay attention and focus on that inshallah okay the next one is quite a long process one i'd like to say but you know be afraid of missing Fajr and it doesn't just apply to Fajr, be afraid of missing any Salah because you never know what could happen to you if you miss that one Salah. You could pass away in that very moment and you've forgotten to pray maghrib or you've forgotten to pray fajr you know and remember you know allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one of the first questions that he's going to ask us on the day of judgment is how much have we prayed of our salahs so you know scholars who regard themselves as slaves and lovers of god are a constant reminder of their duty towards the creator they can't miss a chance to speak to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there are several ways of reminding ourselves about allah and the ideal way to create fear amongst ourselves is to read verses and hadith regarding the importance of praying on time i know for a fact that one of the things that really does help me in terms of strengthening my iman and my faith is realizing what the punishments are and what the consequences are of missing salah because it is very scary and when you have that fear you are having that fear because you want to do well you want to please allah and you don't want that punishment and also look at the benefits okay personally for me i feel like what drives me to be closer to allah is being scared of allah you know not scared of allah in a negative way but being scared of the punishments and being scared of you know what would happen if i don't please the almighty that's given me everything you always have to think of it that way allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has you know bestowed upon us endless endless blessings you know we came into this dunya without nothing so everything that has been given to us you know it is a blessing from Allah so it's really important to think about the consequences of not listening to Allah Okay, and one of the biggest things to help you wake up for Fajr and just wake up nice and early in the morning, and I feel like a lot of us struggle with this, and it is to sleep on an empty stomach. I know that sounds crazy, girls, like I know it does, sleeping on an empty stomach. It's just, and some of you might not agree, but personally for me, it's what's been working. So, you know, if you are eating pizza or cheese or any midnight snacks, and to be honest, I still do that, uh, but obviously it's really important not to, don't eat food past 10 p.m., Okay, don't eat food past 10 p.m. Eating late night or munching on a heavy dinner can make you sleep, can make you very sleepy, especially if the food includes sleeping agents such as dairy products, protein and cakes. And this stuff makes you feel lazy, makes you feel sluggish and lethargic. So sleeping with a heavy stomach will either knock you out until morning, and I mean late morning, by the way, because that is going to prevent and slow down everything in your body. Or you're going to wake up in a very, very inattentive state. You're not going to be in the right mindset to even pray fodger because it's going to be very difficult to you know do your prayers with full attention and focus so getting some shut eye with a full stomach will focus your body on digesting disrupting the quality of your sleep so you have to be very mindful of what you are eating before you sleep because you honestly that's like the worst thing that could happen you wake up feeling very sluggish and demotivated and it sets the wrong tone for the day so it's really important that you go to bed eating healthy foods and if you really want to eat something then maybe eat something a little bit or maybe 
drink a glass of water because sometimes when we think that we're hungry, we're actually not, we're just really thirsty. So eat in moderation, okay? So it's really important that you are aware of that so that you can feel motivated, not mentally motivated, but physically motivated to do your Fajr prayer in the morning, inshallah. One thing that's really helpful is if you have work in the morning or you need to gap and you do need to do something, then actually you need to pray your Fajr Salah because you're wide awake at that point. But it's really important to kind of, and it's quite interesting, you have to sort out your priorities. Think about how many people wake up early because they need to get to work. Because what happens if they don't get to work? Well, if they don't get to work, that means they might even, they might get fired, they might get told off, things like that. So, you know, when you think about it, right? If you don't wake up for Fajr, Allah is going to punish us. Allah will punish us. We need to be more fearful of that. We need to sort our priorities out because on the day of judgment, when we are faced with all of our sins, we're not going to be thinking about the times that we've woken up for work and we've pleased our bosses and things. We are going to be thinking about whether or not Allah is pleased with us. So start early, okay? Sort out your priorities. If you are waking up for work, why can't you wake up for Fajr? Because before you started to get your work, because if you think about it, Who's given you that job? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you that job, but you still can't wake up for him? Again, prioritize yourself. Prioritize your ibadah. Prioritize things that need to be prioritized in order to better your character, but also better your chances of succeeding in the akhirah, inshallah. So again, this all stems from having the right intention. Prioritizing the need to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Prioritizing the obligatory acts of worship. And Allah hasn't asked us to do much, by the way. We only need to pray our five Salahs, you know, that's one of the biggest things. Obviously, there's other obligatory acts that we need to do, but obviously, this podcast is just focusing on salah. So, just to think, you know, Allah isn't asking us to do much. We only just need to pray for rakhats, you know, two sunnah, two farad. If you can't pray your sunnah, you have to do your two farad, and that doesn't take long. So, think about the biggest blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you and think to yourself, you know what? Allah has given me so much, and I can't even pray two rakhats. You know, it's really important that you ha- tell yourself that, you know, you give yourself a reality check. And sometimes I feel like the biggest push that we need is we need to be self-aware. We need to be self-aware of the sins that we are committing, the things that we are not doing well, because that's going to stop us from reaching our end goal. And remember, and you have to remind yourself, again, biggest reminder to myself foremost before I share this with anyone, and that is to realize that we are in this dunya for one purpose, and that is to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This world is a test. So when we go to our graves, you have to remember that when we pass away and go to our grave, it is the asalas that are coming with us, not our work, not our family, not our friends, none of that. It is our salah. It is our obligatory acts of worship that Allah has asked us to do. And it is our duty as Muslims to fulfill that. Anyway, my loves, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I thought it was quite beneficial because these are things that I have been trying to do and I am still doing. And believe me, you know, it can be very difficult and it is still really difficult to, you know, establish a good routine. But as long as you are trying and just remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards you more for the struggle than the actual good deed. So always remind yourself that and do it bit by bit don't overwhelm yourself you know take baby steps if you need to because if you are consistent but you are doing little by little every single day inshallah maybe after a few months you will look back and you know when you look back you would have made a massive difference so inshallah you know i hope this podcast has benefited you inshallah because i know it has for me as well but i hope you enjoyed today's podcast and i will speak to you girls very soon inshallah take care assalamu alaikum